Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Babe. I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Halls, and with me today is someone you might recognize from the past, a fan favorite, a friend favorite, <laughs> Androsty. Hi. Hi. Back at it. Back again. I didn't know if I'd get you back. You never know. Yeah, you do really do you never don't know. Ever know. I never know whether you'll come on the pod or not be on the pod. It's a true mystery. There's it's no rhyme or reason to it, but I'm glad zero. that just you're like here when, now. If the wind shifts the proper way mm-hmm. and I get a whiff of it, things you're happen. Like, Let's pod. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love Let's pod. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. So. Uh, we're podcasting. We're in the middle of another heat wave, which I wasn't. Is this so technically heavy. a heat wave? It feels like it to me. I'm declaring it a heat wave. It's hot, and I don't like it either because it's made my deck journey be. It's 95. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's drying me out. My face feels dry. My skin feels dry. I I don't love it. Used to say that I could handle all the heat because it's dry here. When I was trying to sell all my New York friends about how great LA is, I'd be like, "Please, the heat there's so chill. It's just like a dry, hot heat." But now I'm just like tie tie of it. No, I yearn for. But it's still not as bad with that humid New York summer vibe. So. No, I mean, but I did. LA's like, gotten more humid. Like I feel like the last yes, like little spell earlier this summer was like very humid with lots of mosquitoes, and then now we're in like a dry Palm Springs like dry skin heat, which I also don't love. I, I basically like like Seattle weather, I think. With once I know. in a while a little sunny day to like live. Wait, your you spirit. don't like constant rain. I like gloom I like a moody gloom. Go move to Berlin. That like makes the trees look really green because it's kind of gray. That's my real <laughs> that's my color palette and vibe. I do feel like we got a nice kind of rainy winter. We had the best. Winter. This was my favorite winter. It was really satisfying for me, too. It was so cozy. I love a cozy moment in It LA. was just like a Sopranos cozy journey. And then I oh. hope that it repeats this winter, except this time I'll have Tony to be cozy, except it won't be as fun to walk him in the rain. No, that's not fun. That's a That takes a lot out of the fun of rain for And me. then like a wet dog is like an equation that's not that fun. A wet dog is a scent that i don't, don't love like and like a dirt journey that i also don't love mm. maybe i'll get him a little raincoat do they make dog umbrellas that like fasten around their waist and pop up do they they might if they, if they haven't you can basically make anything and i think at least a thousand people will buy it so that's go like, for it yeah i feel like a mini it's dog like that, umbrella it's like that good. um catalog hemmaker schlemmaker or something yeah you know what i mean it's pretty wild. It's like high-end random it. shit. It's just like super random. It's just like when pe- for people that have so much money, they bought everything that makes sense that they need to buy just things that don't make sense yeah. anymore. Oh, they do make an umbrella, but it's an upside down umbrella that you hold and then it goes over your dog. Oh, you hold you it hold for it the dog. Like a cane. They don't have a little. No, I want the dog to be self-sufficient holding it yeah. itself. That does sound better. Because imagine your one hand holding the leash and the other hand balancing the upside down umbrella. If you hold your dog's umbrella, that means you don't get an umbrella. You're just like... You're both your hands or you're what are you going to do? I don't really understand. Just kind of a slicker. Yeah. You know, they make the those for sure. They make a total slicker journey. And it looks like fun. I'll show you. 
I've seen that is fun. See through a see through one like is a, a chic fashion moment. I mean, that is kind of the fashion now. Yeah, just like non breathable plastic. A outfits. PVC yeah. where you can just like sweat and yeah. see that that like heating up a little, get a little moisture on your PVC pants or something. I saw this morning when I was just browsing the internet. I saw I came across a new designer. I don't remember the name, but it was all like incredibly like non-breathable plastic outfits and i was like and all the comments were like incredible like revolutionary <laughs> and i was just like i mean I who get was that, it you don't remember i'd have to find it i could probably was it part of like the new i can figure it out leaks? because it's, it's it was your your friend velveteen Ooh, shout out michael kaufman yeah designer of the babe it. logo he posted on his story wait Am I not? Hold on. What's his last name again? Kaufman? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Michael. Uh, he posted it. I think he really likes it. I mean, it is interesting to see. Okay, I can tell you the name of it. What he posted was a cool image from it. The article, I mean, the designer is called Craig Green. Oh, okay. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Dee liked it. Yeah. A couple other people I know liked it. It's like pretty avant-garde, but this is not the one... The one that he posted is not the one that I was like, true. When I went into the deep dive, I started to be like, Jesus, like, this is the thing. It's like trash bag chic. Oh, I like that. It's visually cool. I love cool. that. Yeah, but as a as a heavy sweater myself, it's oh, no. not going to work. Also, what I find interesting is that, that part of what makes this extra is that it's not only trash bag that like is sewn to the form of a body, but then it has quite large sort of like trash pieces extending sort of not like a ribbon but sort of like a just like a embellishment just like a big plastic embellishment all around every limb yeah so just to give you like more more volume and plastic yeah would you want it in red uh i like the blue yeah it's more recycle Mm -hmm. and i just like like blue better than red maybe this deeper blue would be more your thing Oh, definitely. That's so, very where would thing. where would you wear this to? I'd wear it in the winter, walking where, the dog, just like just out and about. Yeah, my dog walking fashions have gotten pretty avant garde. Actually, it's basically whatever's closest, right? It's whatever's closest, and then like Crocs. How about this sort of like bodega flag journey? Outfit? Oh, I like that. Yeah, you're a fan. I'm a fan. You're a huge. Craig Green fan. I'm a major Craig Green. Now head. I know what to do for your birthday next year is to get like the babe community will all chip in and get you a one trash outfit, outfit that's made of like <laughs> all plastic. All plastic. Yeah, I'm sure they cut those outfits cost like fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, for sure. But if you start now raising money, yeah, it will happen. We can do this, everyone. There's a good like seven to eight month lead. I'd time. love like. I'd even chip in for like a professional shoot to get like you like glamour shots of you and Tony. Okay. Tony in his rain jacket. In his slicker. And you in a Craig Green. Yeah. That's chic. I want I'm into it. I'm ready to outfit coordinate. Should with we fly him. you up to Seattle just for fun too? Yeah. yeah. Just to get the mood. I mean, if you're gonna fund the shoot, yeah. I want the shoot to be like very like I want let's a lot to, of thought. Let's go back to Japan. And I production guess. put into it. Yeah, I think actually Japan in like november like the time or october november yeah i want to go back i would love to go back too 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm eternally hooked on Japan. It's a bummer that it has to be as expensive as it is, but flights there are cheaper than going to Europe. Wow. Always. Hot travel tip. Hot travel, Hot travel tip. tip for the babe. If community. anyone wants to know about Frequent flyer, I used to be really good with frequent flyers. I just started following the points guy, which is really funny that I followed him. Because he's, oh, like, he's I been around forever. But then I was like, you know, I need some help these days. I'm not so good with my points anymore. I thought I knew who the points guy was, but I know a different... Heather McClana. Point. Heather from Atlanta knows him. I know a different point person. You do? Mm-hmm. I'm just amazed that, like, I mean, it involves... I, I can't fathom the amount of credit card openings and closings one has to do to just rack up the points yeah or just like spending sending mailing minimum spends then like i get i don't even know do you have to have a ton of money to get those points i feel like you do you just can't just get points like how didn't george clooney in that movie where he flies a lot get points just from flying well yeah but that's different this guy's like the points guy's all about like you just really get well just a little burp. <laughs> Luckily, you guys can't smell it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I just want to help people with points, and I also would like help with points. So this is like a this is a we call. can have a really good relationship. If anyone knows the points guy, I think he's gay. Like, tell him I'd love to collab on like a trip and like just learn everything. I'll write about it for Vogue. I'm trying to get us a trip. I just had a meeting. Wait. I had a meeting with some people and I was like, hook me up with brands that want me to travel and then pitched you as my travel partner because I was oh like, he writes for Vogue. So throw that in the mix. I just published my Peru trip. I know. But wait, the thing is though, is that I'm about to go into a no travel zone. I know. What are you going to do? I'm a little concerned about how schooling is going to interfere with your heavy duty travel itinerary i well i don't have an itinerary laid out but my addiction to travel yeah it's just gonna be back to school I'm, you account, start, I'm not gonna be able to, to travel you're going have you been you've told people what you're going to school to do yeah i'm going to school to become a therapist in mental health mft i think some listeners or readers excuse me I've even DM'd me to be like, I'm one if you have questions or, I mean, I'm sure going to have tons of questions. It's, it's, I've been in a lot of therapy, but I'm super excited. I went to orientation. How was it? It was really cool. It was honestly though, it's, I'm a very outgoing person, like generally not that shy, but like a school setting made me turn into like the most introverted person where I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, excuse me. Like, (laughs) everyone's also so much younger not everyone i'd say like a quarter of the class is roughly my age or older yeah um but it was just a lot of like young energy Mm -hmm. which was like cool but also confusing because it was like like it's skewed female Mm -hmm. and like now more women are going to college than men 
That makes sense. Yeah. Just as a side. I don't note. know why that makes sense, but I just thought it I'd does. Say does that. it feels right? But I got like so nervous. I'd be like, "Hi, oh, did they excuse call me? roll?" And they were like, "Ed Drostein." You were like, "Hi, hi, who?" I literally, but I'd be like, "Oh, oh, sorry, sorry." Did, are you been waiting in line? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so like a twenty-year-old girl is like, "What?" <laughs> and I was so nervous. You're a shy little. I was a boy. shy schoolboy. <laughs> I was super shy. Do you wear anything different to school? Like, do no. you? No, you just like get. No there. one does. Okay. I I am gonna get a, a backpack. Well, I was feel... just wondering if you present like if you present as the Ed Drosty I know and love in a school environment. Yeah, like this. What you see right now. It's interesting to think. Because knowing the drive that it takes oh, you to get to school, no. which is a troll. It's of a not a cute drive. And then add to that, like the school involves lots of things that I know that you don't like to do, like read and write. So, I like to write. Yeah. I like to read too if I'm like, I just like, I have like ADD and mm-hmm. I used to take like some older version of Ritalin. I don't even think it was Ritalin when I was in college because it's like, if it's literature, it's not, I can do it but if it's text which is that's what's gonna it's gonna be like yeah it's gonna be hard it's It's gonna be a (laughs) full-blown challenge for me but i'm up for it yeah i'm up for the challenge Mm -hmm. i'm excited about it i'm excited for i'm excited i mean i'm not excited about the commute i'm really not yeah i've been already two times to the campus an hour each way and i went not at peak times and it was about an hour yeah and it really felt like unfun the drive it was not a pretty drive the only thing <laughs> it was no like pch or like yeah you know, it wasn't like just by the ocean with the top, the top down <laughs> no it's <was> literally <laughs> through the center of Cent- town yeah just trying to get from one end to the other yeah. end in like a diagonal diags drive. full diag it's basically like you're commuting gonna get to really into podcasts because yeah. those are what help me now in a long drive. Like I tend to not even listen to music that often anymore in the car. It's mostly podcasts. That's because we're aging. Yeah, I never really thought crazy. I'd be like a talk radio person, and I then know, I turned thirty, and then was like, I love NPR. Tell me more. And then now I love, I'm like, I love. I love podcasts. MSNBC. I know you do. I know. When we travel, I have a no MSNBC rule. <laughs> well, if I'm creating the itinerary and paying for it. MSNBC is going to be played. It would no. It was like a quota. It was like thirty minutes a day. Wait, where was it? They wait. I'm not in not in Japan. No, but I mentioned. I was like, I really don't want you to watch MSNBC on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> we had to talk about which it. trip. Japan, and then like on tour on the road. Tour, yeah, yeah. I had to put the kibosh on an MSNBC, though. I think you did get like a little hit of it when we were in Toronto. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I don't know why. I I think it's because it's like, I start to understand, like, now I don't know what shifted in me and why this happens. But like, you know, when I was growing up, I remember there used to be like, often like, and this is true now with like a lot with what you hear about with Fox News. Like my mom, you know, you hear about from friends, like my mom has Fox News all the time going on the kitchen. Yeah, I have. I mean, I don't have it like that level, but I do. But you often when I'm cooking, we'll put it on and just leave it on for like hours while I'm basically just listening to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't really watch because it's like visuals aren't really that exciting on cable news. It's like red color. It's just like red and then like a square with a head in it. Red and blue. Yeah, it's the American flag colors. Mm -hmm. But it makes me nervous because it's like, what am I becoming if I'm like? 
You're just becoming a newsy. I know, but like a kind of a trash newsy. I mean, MSNBC is not trash, but it's not. It's not great. It's not like it's, it's not, not like something like that I'm like BBC. It's not I like something I'm going to get a T-shirt of and like walk around proudly. Yeah, you wouldn't get M- MSNBC merch. I might know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should I? Could I? With an MSNBC. Wait, hat. I have to talk to you about. I wish you knew more about the anchors on MSNBC, and I'm sure some readers do. Who? But are like, the anchors? I have a weird thing where I'm actually really enjoy the more conservative um, presenters on MSNBC, which aren't really that conservative. But I mean in the grand scheme of things, but for the network are because they're kind of more like brash. They're more like amusing to watch, which makes me nervous. Cause I'm like, does that mean I like the sense? Would I like the sensational foxing? I don't think so. I've tried to watch and it's insane, mm-hmm. but I love the Chris Matthews, but I've talked with like other people that I know that love Chris Matthews too. Like Kevin Garland. Play, like hardball. Hardball. Okay. Love hardball. I don't, I only, I don't know how I know that. Cause I never watch MSNBC. Well, I am tired I of Rachel I've- Maddow. Yeah, was, like, you and everyone huge, else. It really are other people tired of her. I too? feel like there's a lot of like eye rolls and like Rachel Maddow black. Well, I was happening. such a huge, huge Maddow fan, but like after a while, like when I she mean, sit, it, when it just starts to get like a little bit too like that sort of like it's just like this sort of I don't know. When she, I started to get over anymore. her when she like declared like she had like the tax returns. Remember when she was like, I have the tax returns. And then everyone was like, ah! And And then it was like, she doesn't. And then she didn't. And I was like, wait. She's like, I have a photocopy of a fax from someone who said they've seen them once. Yeah. And I was like, I feel scammed right now. And then I was like, hmm. Then I saw her like performatively crying on one. And I was like, no. Like, this isn't your plate. Like, it felt... I mean, obviously, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. It's her show. But yeah. I was like, I think she's the most popular like, one, though. Tell on us, network. like, tell me the news and like be a facsimile for like strength and like just like level headedness. I don't want to see you like cry. But her show is in a sort of an anomaly in the sense that it's kind of based off of. It's more of like it's based. I feel like it's kind of like reading an opinion piece in the New York Times. It's mm-hmm. like it's not like just like other shows like Hardball. Yeah, everyone's personality shines through. Yeah. But I feel like those ones are more just like, here's what's happening and we're going to talk about it. Versus like, there's always like a carefully created like narrative. Mm-hmm. Like it starts out like, 18 years ago at the pencil factory, there was a... <laughs> <laughs> and then it like ties into some like political scandal with Trump. And yeah. then like a new really... Like it's always like this sort of like... You know, I like... I, I really liked that for a while, but now it starts to get a little... I'm not, I can't it. do a very good impersonation of her, but she has these isms that after like six years of like heavy, heavy not hanging, out. I'm like a little bit ready for the isms to to wow. not be a part of my life. I love that you've spent six years like in a Maddow place and you're making your informed opinion. Yeah. I mean, I've literally spent two, like maybe two a total episodes. of 10 minutes in the Maddow place, <laughs> which was one was the tax thing. And then when it was like, I don't have them, I was like, and then like the next time is when I, you're not here for an MSNBC moment. I'm not here for like that news. It's yeah. so, it feels so I like NPR too though. Yeah. I like BBC. I like BBC because that seems BBC more actually reports on like the, the news. news. Yeah. As opposed like, to I like, like, like MSNBC is basically just one long politics talk in the U S yeah. And it's very like left skewed. So it's like yeah. an echo chamber. So it seems to me. 
Listen to you, Miss Conservative Sally over mm-hmm. there. Wow. Wow. Did you see the image of Laura, is her name like Inger, Ingerson or something? A Fox News woman who's like super conservative. Oh, I don't know. Trying to trigger snowflakes by putting plastic straws and non-energy efficient bulbs on top of a steak. Like, because it was a greenhouse. A steak? I guess the steak was like about like... The beef industry. Yeah. It's like destroying the environment. <laughs> it was basically just like a big fuck you to the environment. It's like, let's watch the snowflakes cry now. And she started like sucking on a straw into a... With light bulbs. Into a state. And then I was just literally like, this is insane. Like, the thing that's so crazy about the right is that it's like, I feel like it's so much based in the glee of like trying to kick the left, where it's like, get him. It's like this bully. Like, I mean, this is stating the obvious. We all know this, but it's like, it's all about pissing off snowflakes and libtards and like, and it's just like, yeah. And it's like this gross mob mentality of like white supremacy and like weird, like, championing things that are just like not good like it's like it's pretty easy to just be like guys like yeah like why would you want to i like steak too like greenhouse gas emissions and like also it's so stupid it's like there is now the technology for the light bulbs the leds look just as good as the other ones yeah they've been i mean six seven years ago yeah they were pretty oppressive they were pretty like not but now soothing. they give a really chill lighting They're i absolutely only use, amazing i only use lamp lights I love and them. And I love LED. If you haven't switched to LED, don't shame. Do it. No, I'm not <laughs> shaming. I'm just saying hats off to if the you, new I don't technology. even know where you get like a regular light bulb anymore. Well, California's banned them. Yeah. That's why. If you try to buy them on Amazon, it's like can't ship to you. Really? Mm hmm. Wow. There's some, I think I get regular like light bulbs for like place. my outside string cafe lights. But because those, I tried to get LED ones, they didn't fit. Mm. But I love a metal straw. I'm obsessed with metal straws. I don't like a metal straw. Oh, I love them. I don't like the taste of metal. It doesn't taste I don't like, like a metal water bottle. They don't I don't like a metal taste glass. Like metal. It does to me. It I'm does very, not. very sensitive no, to metal. No, it doesn't. The I metal straws don't. And I know what you're saying because I don't like a metal water bottle because Ugh. of that. But a metal straw does not taste like metal. I don't like it. <laughs> I hate a paper straw. Paper straws like are trash. I'll use it, but it's not, it I'll doesn't give me. I'll use it, but I'll resent if it. I, if you snooze, you lose, you with, a, if, with a paper straw. <laughs> you can't. You got to drink that iced that coffee fast. fast. And you got I 10 like minutes. to sometimes take my time. Yeah, I mean, it's all about pacing with eating and drinking. You have to just slow down, enjoy life yeah. out the window. I like a metal straw a lot. I know, but. I support you. Did you read? I like I, a glass water bottle. What I, I love, love a glass water bottle. For me, or a BPA-free plastic water bottle. Glass for me is just the answer. But also, glass is so breakable. Not with these water bottles, where they have the rubber on the outside. Oh yeah, true, true. But a, should I invent a glass straw with rubber, a giant rubber on the outside, so it can't break? <laughs> Isn't that already invented? Glass straws. I'm sure. Oh, they're glass out there. straw. Glass straw. straw. Did I say water bottle again? I know. No, I, I thought. I guess I heard water bottle. I was like, no, you shouldn't. I'd that. love a glass straw, but would I carry it everywhere? Probably not. I forgot. No. Did you read or hear about Jonathan Franzen, that author? Like, published an opinion piece that was like, we need to like get real. Like, we're not going to be able to change. 
like climate change and like we need to stop making a great this attitude. huge sticking point and like focus on the ways that we can just like prevent against all the fallout instead. And people got furious at him. I mean, it's not really the vibe. No, but I also <laughs> was like, like let's, let's the more I it. thought about it, the more I was like, he's kind of right. In You're a just way. becoming more conservative with age. No, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> after last week, you know. <laughs> I know what cable news like, you like, like. Laugh and we're like. <laughs> Um, no, but I think I understand where he was coming from. Like, obviously I'm all for like, let's try and save the environment. But I also get that. It's like, we probably won't be able to get 8 billion people in the world in every country to get on the same page. And like, I know, but it's to save it's the like, environment within the time frame that scientists are saying we need to do it. They're like, you have yes, 12 years, but it's not like we're not trying to, um, do what he's saying already. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like people what? aren't planning for the fallout or whatever, or trying to make it, diminish the fallout of it anyway Mm -hmm. but they're also trying to prevent it and using language that's slightly more encouraging as opposed to just being like well it's not like i don't believe in like throwing up your hands and then just like lighten a sig and being like wait just says it like he is yeah but i tells it like it is i'm like i'll get a you know i'll get my metal straw the thing that i keep reading about straws is that god bless that that i think they're banned in the state now yeah, um, the you can ones. get them if you really like ask for one. Like, Give it. But you have to be like like the only times I would ever want to get one is at Starbucks. But then I I have never asked because I'm just like I'm not going to be that person that's like um excuse me can I have a straw please? <laughs> <laughs> you can just drink out the edge of the cup. You drink out the edge of it, but sometimes a straw is nice because I like well in a car when you're rocking and rolling. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. And I like the like holding the coffee by the top and then having like of the Of course. Straw. feels good on the edge of your feels fingertips. feels good in, the, in between your fingers to have that It's a tactile moment. Straw. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes when I'm feeling really the, silly, I'll put a plastic turtles. straw over a whole tooth. Have you ever done yeah, that? Yeah, I've done that. I like that. Yeah. If for it's some reason it like move. squeezes the tooth and you feel like a little pressure and you're like, oh, you like, pull it out with now? zero fear of like a wood or something getting caught, it's the plastic comes out. So sometimes I'm like, I'm I this is another way of flossing, and I feel like maybe everyone should try it. Yeah. I like it. Hot tip. Put the straw over your teeth if you can. My dentist, I went to the dentist recently. They recommended to do that? No. He <laughs> shamed me. He comes in and he goes, So how come you don't like to floss? And I was like, What are you it's talking about? Every dentist about? ever. I go, I floss every day, which is true, but I use I just was flossing literally an hour ago, by the way. This is not environmentally friendly. What? I use those little floss plastic sticks. That's how I floss. That's how I floss because I don't like wrapping the floss around my fingers and like cutting off. And then I also I can use those little things while I'm like watching something or doing something. It's like I don't have to be in front of the mirror for it. Yeah, I don't just take a little piece of tissue, use it, wipe it off, and just use it. And I use it much more. Yeah, I use it every day. Where before it was like, I'd always like, okay, now's the time when I'll floss. And then I would just never floss. But And then I started flossing every day a year ago and was so proud. 
And he was like, well, it's not good enough and I'll show you why. And then basically told me that those things aren't even good for flossing. Why? It's a floss. He says that you need to wrap it around your tooth and then get into your gum with the strings and those just go like up and down. But now I'm doing it with those. I do those. I curve in, but I don't do them every day. Now I'm going to start. Now I started to curve because there's no, I'm not going to use, there's just no, I'm not doing it. You literally have to curve. I ha- you have to curve. It's not. You want your, it's not a choice. Yeah. If you want your teeth to stay healthy, you have to floss For and you me, have to curve. I have gum recession, which I me hate. Me too. I hate because the way that like they, the picture they keep painting is that, like you're just going to become one big. You're going like, to have a all skeleton. Your fall teeth. out. No, it's not fall out. You yeah, just, because there's no gums left to hold them. No, but they're, it's not your gums <laughs> that are holding your teeth in. Yes, they are. No, it's <laughs> it's coffee and she's got a spindrift you should get sponsored by spindrift because it's so fucking good tell everyone you guys this, this is, is a public service it's not an ad it's true. no it's not an ad you'll know the ad because it's like what's your ad this week care of i think i love the vitamin service, it's great. You'll hear the ad. Yeah. In case, in case you're worried, you'll hear it. You'll hear- My ad is for Spindrift <laughs> because it's like, I don't know why this took so long because it's such a no-brainer to have soda water with just a dash of fruit juice. And it's so quenching and delicious. I particularly love grapefruit and um, raspberry lime, which sounds gross because most things you think raspberry lime, ew, artificial, ew, gross, Jolly Rancher, you know? Mm-hmm. But not this company. Uh-uh. All natural yum-yums. So smooth and delicious. Nine calories. Per can? Yes. <laughs> it was a really good ad. Wait, should it I was get like, higher? It was really organic, like the lead-in to it. I, like, did you see my face start to really glow yeah, talking about it? Yeah, advertisers love like just like a bring up like a conversational like... I'm hooked on them. The wild thing about water bottles is... Also, this is going to sound weird, but they kind of fill you up. Yeah, they're a meal. Yeah. It's a nine calorie Like sometimes, sometimes, (laughs) like I think to myself, because I'm like always trying to like not, I'm like will eat really fast and I will potentially just eat too much. So then I just now I'm like, just have a spin drift and just mellow for a minute. And then I do and I'm like, huh, not as hungry anymore. Yeah. Diet plans. Mm -hmm. They have like a hint of fruit juice in them. It's delicious. It's all natural too. It's all natural. What does that mean exactly? It means it's actual fucking juice. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Yep. Is that what it says? Yeah. Sparkling water and real squeezed fruit. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love a smug. Yeah, it's like, I know you're looking for more. That one has like two more calories than the raspberry lime. I think that's 11. This is yum. Non-GMO. Fruit from farms. Certified gluten-free. Mm. Wow. I love. This is 17 calories. So 17? Full. Yeah. Oddly, the grapefruit has way more than Grapefruit the... has a lot of calories. That's a twist I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Please, someone tell me why citrus is higher in calories than, like, delicious raspberry. I love raspberries. They're my favorite fruit. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Damn, I just realized I'm not supposed to promote other things. No. I'm not supposed to have grapefruit with the new anxiety medications that I'm on. I've heard about that. It's pretty. What's that about? I think it's. But I also I would say it's like 8 a.m. and it's three now. So I think it's I fine. would just say that that's like a little bit silly. It's like basically don't sit down and have like five giant grapefruits. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink 32 ounces of yeah. pure fresh. Even still, juice. 100% you'll be fine. I don't really even think anything would happen then. It's no, just like one I'm, of those precautions that you're like, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, Spindrift is really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't been this excited about a product in a while. I know you've been, you're really excited about it. And I, I even have them on, been... I have them on regular Amazon delivery. Wow. Also not great for the environment. Sorry. No. Fuck. I need to really. I need Everyone to fucking to step up my game. Their carbon footprint. I need to step up my fucking game. It's not. It's not cool. I mean, we've done. I I don't buy bottled water. We have a filtration system in the house, That's and I cool. always fill up my glass water bottles. I only will buy bottled water if I'm in a city that has gross tasting water and I'm like in a hotel, I'll, that's when I'll do it. Yeah. And it's like, but like in Europe, drank tap every single day because it's so delicious, at least in Switzerland. Well, it also is. you're in like the mountains. Of I know. Switzerland, it's where, literally that's spring like water. where all the, the water, comes, water from. comes from. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wait, speaking of Europe, expected. it's pretty chill to just go to Europe for five weeks. I like that. I love it. I never drink bottled water unless I'm in a city where it tastes gross. But the good thing was I was in I was in Europe and I drank all the tap water there. Because <laughs> you're literally like in fly the to Swiss Switzerland out. and just drink the water. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's the cheap. only tap water that I'll really drink is like Swiss tap water. <laughs> Because it's just like so delicious. I don't know what it is about it. It's just like so delicious. It's really it's weird, but I love it. Yeah. I don't know why. Normally, I won't drink tap water, but sometimes, depending on where I am in Europe, I will drink yeah. tap water. It's really good. It's regional Europe specific. <laughs> Not everywhere in Not Europe. Not everywhere, no. I don't think I love the tap water in Puglia. No. I didn't love it. I don't think so. I didn't love it. I feel like in like Venice, also mm, not a great tap water. I don't know. Water. I can't remember. I gotta go back. Yeah. <laughs> but like Switzerland... It's got really good water. Yeah, great water. There's really no way to Try get around that. Try the tap water. Fact. Hot travel tip for Swiss. Yeah, Switzerland. if anyone's looking You're in Switzerland, just turn on the faucet and have yeah. a big. Glass or just of tap go water. to the literal fountains everywhere. Yeah, there's just drinking fountains everywhere. Wow, they're beautiful. Isn't there like a water retreat in Switzerland where you just like go and like drink like delicious water as like a retreat? I don't detox? know. That. I think that there is. All I can say is that Switzerland is insanely expensive and insanely beautiful. It looked beautiful. I'd never had such good weather there. For this trip was honestly super amazing because I haven't spent a trip with Simon like that in five years. And also, every time I've been to Switzerland before, it's always randomly been raining. And I got we got the best weather ever. Mm-hmm. I hiked every day. I walked so much. 
I really miss, I have to say, like, I'm starting to really, the one thing about LA that I was in denial about, it just, it bums me out that I just don't walk as much here. It just truly bums me out. Yeah. But I did get a bike. But anyways, Switzerland, a literal crappy mayonnaise salad is like 15 bucks. And it's like small. How big? That. Mm-hmm. With, they love shredded carrots, which is just honestly not my favorite thing. Yeah. I'd rather a crunch. Mm-hmm. Not like a little like floppy noodle carrot. I want like a crunch, like a little cube of carrot or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. But they, they have love really expensive good, things. Like... Ethnic food. When I was at this, um, I think it was an Israeli restaurant. So, you know, when like you get like a lamb kebab, basically like a skewer with like minced lamb meat, not even like full chunks. Mm-hmm. It's like not that big on the kebab. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One skewer of this. First of all, I just think of like that type of food as like not being as expensive as like, like say French or, or even Italian. Anyways, one skewer of this on a like very thin smear of kind of like a botanica smear mm-hmm. of, so- I can't remember what sauce it was. My like. favorite small expensive plate <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Trolled. Um, anyways, that was $35. Wow. I once went to a, a Greek restaurant that was very like kind of like no frills, like just kind of like you're coming to a Greek place. $37 for two chicken shish kebabs, a little piece, little bit of rice and some like cucumber. But people make a lot of money in Switzerland. So that's why everything's more expensive. <sighs> yeah. But it's the only thing that's cheaper is cheese. We ate a lot of cheese. Mm, I love fondue. I really do too. It's God. so delicious. I have a fondue maker at home. We got to do it. We have to have a fondue party. I have the whole thing. Guess what we're doing tonight? What? Raclette, which is like the other cheese national dish. Oh, amazing. Is that just the thing where you do the thing? No, no, no. It's like, well, there's different ways of doing it, but you basically like melt the cheese in front of you and you like take pieces off the block as it's melting and then put it on cornichons or like bread or like cauliflower or little onions or whatever. Wow. Gel. It's delish. Mm. But I have to say, I was deeply and continued. This is so I thought when I first went to Europe, like as a teenager, I remember having a warm Coke with zero ice in Italy and being like, ah, like, why? Yeah. But I remember thinking, like, you know, evolution, time goes on. <laughs> You're like, they are from Europe after all. They're a little bit old school. Somehow they'll learn about ice one of these days. I did figure like, like by the time I now, got out of college, yeah, like ice they'd would learn be about there. Ice, yeah. yeah. Still no. A little bit like a warm We're in 2019 and the continent is still aggressively anti-ice. Like they just aren't here for it and I don't understand it because one, it's free. It's water. Yeah. They have great water, as we mm-hmm. talked about. Delicious ice cubes. Why not? All the fridges are minuscule little, tiny little bread boxes. And if someone has ice, it's usually these like plastic containers that you fill and they're one use only. That's yeah. not good for the environment. Mm-mm. And then you pop them out and throw that plastic away. And But most people just generally don't have ice. Finding ice is next to impossible to buy. Yeah. And people are just like, 
they will they love to make like a warm well restaurants will give you ice if you order like an aperol spritz or something if you order a cocktail yeah but certain cocktails but if you try to get iced coffee I spoke about it a lot on my stories about the struggles of an iced coffee. It was you could not get a good iced coffee to well, save your life. That's honestly where I'm a little problematic because I would often go to Starbucks because they will just give me the iced coffee that I want. Yeah, and I Starbucks delivers time after time. But you know how much you can trust a fucking iced cold brew? How a much? Cold brew was twelve dollars. Eight. Pricey. Eight bucks for a cold brew. That's majority ice. Venti. <laughs> That's a case of too much ice. You ask for extra ice in your No, time. I ask for less ice so I get more of the brew. Okay. Hot tip, by the way. But I just want to know, I'm sure there's some European readers. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've, I got a lot of feedback from people. And like, I feel like the new generation, I'm getting hope again. Like I was when I was a teen when I was like, things will change. Yeah. And I started to feel like... I love your cause. Yeah, it's an important <laughs> cause. It's 2019, and that's pre- my if cause. If you were running in for 2020, your cause would be like ice in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> like a you platform that, um, for other countries. For another country <laughs> to make Europe get ice. Not anything for America. You're like, it's we're good. <laughs> We need to focus my on cost my is cost ice for Europe. getting ice please, in Europe, please. Please. I beg of you. I'll never stop fighting. I won't. As I president. try to introduce people to ice, and like I'm like, isn't that so much more refreshing? Because I really, if, I, I mean, you. I use ice all the time. One on the road. You're like, vote for me. You go on the road in Europe, but live cast it to America, and you're like, we're making big strides in ice. <laughs> And it's like meeting with people like bit by bit at restaurants. Like village to village being like with bags of ice being like, try it. Try this. And then try this. Yeah. What do you think? Like a warm spindrift? No. But like here, I'm going to put some of this stuff called ice ice in there. And they're going to be like, wait, what? What? And you're going to be like, I know. But it's funny. I talk to people then that are young and they're like, no, it's fine. Like one cube. They love a one cube. They love like a one cube that like melts and makes yeah, everything more watery. Instantly. Yeah. It's I'd like, rather have no ice and just suffer than a one cube. I wonder or even a two cube resentment. is a troll for me. It's a two Actually, much a troll. The most aggressive to me is a three cube. Because the three <laughs> is literally like kind of bragging about their ice what they have, but it's but also just not gonna not cut gonna it. Gonna give you enough to Once really it goes to cool four, off. then I'm like All right. All right, I can I can work with this. Yeah. But three Especially in a hot iced coffee, a hot coffee that they're just doing that way. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just so aggressive. It's a I slap will, in the face. I will not. A one act- cube is usually gone by the time it reaches my hand. I won't order iced coffees from places that pour a hot coffee over ice because that to me is not an iced coffee. That's a hot coffee that you just poured more water into. I will take the time often to explain how I want it. <laughs> I love you fighting this uphill battle. <laughs> like I would just be like hot coffee, please. But I can go between I, hot oddly, and iced. I don't remember the last time I had a hot coffee. I won't do it. I love a hot coffee. Like I'll drink iced coffee, and like sometimes when it's so hot, like today, it's like you want an iced coffee. But what I really love is like when it's like a little bit an LA chill outside, and then I just 
I'm like no, I will drink I iced like coffee in the bitter coffee. cold winters of New York. You love it. You're like I that iced coffee gay, and like I the know sun, I, it's like summer. one of my big gay things. I guess. I guess I'm really gay. The gayest thing like, about you is the your gayest love thing for about me. Coffee. If anyone wants to know, has nothing to do with sucking dick. It's all about my like. I buy into the iced coffee culture. Wait, did you? So you would tell them how would you order an iced coffee? Usually, I'd be like, "Hello, I would, just, I would, I I would order, order." I would say like, "I would like three espresso shots over ice because it's that's a little bit easier to do. It's hot, but it's not yeah. like a boiling pot of like hot water coffee." You yeah. Know? Then they would do. Would you say would fill often up, if, if, if I fill saw up a cup with ice? If they were receptive to my instructions, <laughs> I'd be like, "Let's first just do the three shots." Then we're like we're gonna do ice americano. Put cold water on top of it so that it, or that's how you make an americano. Yeah, this is a lot of info. And then put cold milk, and then put the ice so that the ice doesn't melt immediately. If they're not receptive, uh, I will settle for like a hot espresso poured on the ice, or vice versa. Couldn't you just say like, "Will you bring me a glass?" I do do that. That's kind of like my Oklahoma City thing. Yeah, and then bring me three shots. Yeah, and then you just like architect your own coffee drink. That was a really big troll. That was a big troll. It was a troll that then the person knew they were being trolled. <laughs> you want to tell it? didn't realize at the time. I feel like we talked about Did it. Did we talk I'm ready about to it? Re- I can retell. Well, we don't want to waste time. We'll I can't believe also, side note, that it was like five years ago that we went to Oklahoma City. That's when we met Foxy. I know. I still follow her. Love her. Anyways, I am running on a cause... Ice. <laughs> ice and ice and iced coffee. I mean, iced coffee is like second. That's like my MVP. Mm-hmm. A bo- like a, a, a nice iced coffee is, is who I'm running with. Yeah, you're running me. Yeah. The like when president. I introduce ice to like small Bavarian villages and stuff, I'm going to then have iced coffee with me being like, also, also I know this feels this. weird, but try it. Tr- just try it. Just try it. Just tell me if you hate it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch and I'll be like, you don't hate it, do you? Yeah. And they're going to be like, nine maybe start on like the fringes of the cities to get all the like rural folk in on it first like mobilize the masses yeah then move to the more urban areas it's really challenging though i will say this to to interact with small town switzerland they're Mm -hmm. just not here for anyone really they're grumps the germans even the young people sometimes they're just like really like they don't want you an American in there. No, it's not even that. They just don't want like they want anything. no con- they no want interaction. They don't even act like they want your the all the money they're charging for what they're giving you. It's pretty wild. Simon what? started to really notice it. What is their vibe? Is it like a French vibe where it's just like, like kind of you, rude and unaccommodating, or is it's it like that? But it's also because I like while I don't love being on the receiving end, I respect it and I actually like it. Because mm. I'm like, you're... You're like, touche. Like, yeah. I'm it's like, a little French back what, at you. It's a, it's a real, like, it's a power move that I appreciate. Let me give you a little anecdote. So I was at a supermarket in a small town in Switzerland called Ernen. For those who know. <laughs> <laughs> Said zero readers. Um... Actually, it was the town next to Aaron, which I'm blanking on right now. But so not Aaron, not Aaron. <laughs> wow. Okay, great. 
<laughs> Anyways, it was small. It was in the German, Swiss German speaking part. This is just an, one of many examples of like the vibe. Mm-hmm. I was in line at the grocery store and I like literally like was like, oh, I forgot. Uh, uh, mm-mm. Well, ahead, all my stuff was on the thing and she was like literally like reaching to do it. I went for under 20 seconds to grab something and an older woman had come in and I and I didn't see that she'd like forcefully come in. I so I went back to my things which were in front of her and she was like started yelling at me, be like, get out, get out. And she was so <laughs> aggressive and I was like, What? Like what's going on? She was like, ugh, ugh. You like got out of line. Scoffing at me. You can't do that uh, American Whole Food shit in Europe. You can't leave anything. I'm sorry. In Italy, like people are like Italy's Italy. They just love to lol. They're like lol. It's like feisty and fun. Like you're in on the feist. Yeah. There, it's just a full assault of grump. And then well, you want to know what I did though? What? <laughs> I'll tell you. Know I like to get back. So she was so rude, and I was, of course, not happy. Did you continue your checkout journey, or did you let no, her go ahead? No, because she was so aggressive was, about yeah, it. she was really That mad. I was just like, I can wait. But it was she had a lot of cat food, so that was sort of like a <laughs> like a little bit of a sign. Of, <laughs> <laughs> You're but, like, I noticed you have a meow, So meow. then she, <laughs> like a lot, <laughs> cat lady, stereotype. Um, but she, so then she, the crazy thing is then she started to like, shield her atm thing like the little because she, she thought that identity. i was here to like rob her yeah all, all of a sudden she was like oh, and she kept looking at me like oh, and she was like oh like very like, <laughs> like <laughs> and i just was giving like her my biggest ice there i could mm-hmm. but then in the european <laughs> things they have a little like flap at the end for like two people to like bag they don't like to bag for you by the way you bag yourself mm. which i don't love but I was bagging next to her and it was a very uncomfortable like side by side bag. Mm-hmm. But then I thought to myself, I'm going to get her. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did so trolly, but I totally stand by it. And Simon was really pleased. I did when I bagged it, I could have just easily picked up the bag and walked away. Instead, I rotated and had it just brushed by her arm very lightly, but I knew it would set her off. And she was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> And she started screaming so loud. Like, people were all staring. And I was just like, what? What? But then, like, also, I'd, like, shoot her, like, a secret one-on-one glare. You did, like, a secret, like, like, where you knew that she would know that you did it on purpose. Simon wanted to stay in the parking lot and confront her. And I was like, let's just go, babe. That's That's too much. (laughs) (laughs) My little brush troll was great because it it was so gentle. It was, like, maybe, like... It was, like, it was a light touch, but was like she was big, in a no touch. It was like, a, like that. Not a bump, even. Just a brush. Maybe a small, small bump. How old was she? It's like 60. I love that you bullied an elder. <laughs> you bullied That's not elderly. Don't be ageist. Don't. You're ageist. 60 is. What are you talking about? Senior rude citizen. is rude. Rude is rude. Did Simon speak German to her and try and explain? He wanted to, but he was out in the car waiting. Oh. So you just had some major grocery store drama go yeah. down. Well, she was just making such a scene about it. So I was like, I'm going to leave you with one last gift. I a love, small bump. I love a bump. And then like a, <laughs> as she's freaking out, like, you're like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> what? What could she? Well, I don't even know what she's saying. I'm just like, what? And then huh? when she, no one else because is looking, honestly, she I will looks say this, at you. The, the people working there and the other people were just like, 
they were totally like I got the energy that they were like with. They me. were team Ed. Well, I think they were just like this woman's being a, even for them like a, yeah. a group of grumpers. They were like that we don't they were like, like this is too much. We don't like what you did with the leave the line and come back. <laughs> but we understand that this lady is like a little taking bit taking it too taking far. it too far. Yeah. I love she, you then giving her a look like hmm. <laughs> I love a quick glare to let them know. <laughs> I know. It was a glare or like a smile. Just in case they were curious if it was an accident or not, I want them to know it wasn't an accident. (laughs) (laughs) Do any other readers do have that thing where if I get if I get into a little like public tiff with someone like that and they don't happen a lot, I am truly unafraid to talk back. Yeah. Like if someone tries to I mean, it's kind of like, although I was pretty afraid to talk back to the guy on the vape law yeah. on the plane, I was definitely like, I'm in the wrong here. I don't talk <laughs> back. I don't clap back like on social media or anything because mm. I think that that's a bad no, look. In person. I'm but in, in person. person. If someone is rude mm-hmm. to me, I will absolutely clap back. Mm-hmm. Or if I think there's like an injustice. Being My favorite done. thing to do is just smile to someone that's mad. Be like, just like a little like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of like I haven't been fucked with in a long time. I've definitely had I can't think of the exact examples, but I've definitely had a few moments where I've just been like, I think you're okay. Like I would say that because it's usually someone that's like upset about something so minute, and I'll just say, be like, are you are you okay? Wait, let me just make sure. Are you okay? Wait, let me just double check. Are you are you are you okay? Is anything hurt here? Is any. Anyways, then that really got some going. That sets them off. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like my neighbor that always flips me off. Mm, oh, yeah. Because you I speed by. I don't really speed by. But he loves to just, he just. Anyways. All right. All right. Should moving we on. Do some reader mail. Oh, my God. This went so fast. I know. It goes by fast. Wait a second. Wasn't that's it? Yeah. Jesus. You have what? a lot more to say. I know I could really keep you could going. You really on. keep going. I would really love readers to come and episode. tell us all about what they do when someone starts to get a little bit aggro in a public setting. Yeah, I want like to know any. Sort do you do of, like, like a subtle controls. like seat push on an airplane? Do you give a glare? Do you give a smile? Do you do like a little mutter? I or do you just cower push. away and and leave the scene immediately? I. I won't cower. No, you won't. I know you won't. No. We're similar in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'd a, like to examples. I'm in like a stand up for myself yeah. or like do like a mini troll. But if I'm, I'm often in the wrong. Like if I cut it off someone accidentally and they're mad, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I'm not like, I'm not oh, always yeah. like, like I'm, I feel like I'm always like, oh, excuse me. Like I'm so sorry. I'm very polite like that. But if someone's just being I don't out of control on the road either, because no, I, I think that that's a road. really no dangerous point thing no to do there's no point and if someone like cuts you out like i'll road rage to myself in my car and call them a fucking idiot but like i won't try and get back at them with like a speed up or like a road threat because you never know like i've done that in the past and then i've never done that spit at me oh it was wild i don't engage in road rage no i just like <laughs> silent i rage to myself in the safety of my own I actually car. don't even get that even when people get mad at me on the road for something i and they're like freak, freak out about something i'm just like hmm. yeah like live and learn i try not to engage i'm just too engrossed in msnbc to be honest <laughs> <laughs> 
Does MSNBC have a podcast? They you do can just pods. blast that. <laughs> blast that on your draw- long drive to school. Well, they're they're always broadcasting, so it's like you never have to worry about it. Yeah. You the good news is you won't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, reader email. Hi, Lara and beloved guest. The last pod's reader mail about the friendship breakup was fully triggering and eye-opening for me at the same time. I just fully cut off contact a month ago with my babe of an alcoholic and manipulative ex after a year of back-and-forth fuckery. By the way, Lara, dating an alcoholic who pissed themselves semi-regularly was less of a snuggly Bradley Cooper in a Star is Born journey and more of a chain-smoking Elizabeth Taylor in a Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf journey. Mm. The past year has mainly consisted of him pulling me in and out of his life on a whim, then gaslighting me to make it seem like I couldn't let go of the relationship. His darkest tactic was sending several I-should-just-end-it texts to get my attention when I would start to ignore him. Really cute behavior. I could not for the life of me figure out why I still cared for such a horrible person until Alina said it sounded like last week's reader was in a typical narcissist empath relationship. Holy shit. I read about it after finishing the podcast and it's a literal roadmap to the last two years of my life. I seriously wish I had known about this dynamic earlier, but at least knowing this now has made me feel less crazy. It's strangely comforting to know that at least partly there's a psychological explanation for why it was so hard to put this relationship behind me. Sorry for the lengthy exposition, but here's the part where I need your wisdom. I'm a musician, and I've been writing an album for the past three years. Naturally, my babe of next features in some of my songs, but should he? I think a normal relationship and breakup is a common fodder to write about, but part of me doesn't want to share something so emotionally vulnerable about a person who is mostly emotionally abusive. I don't know if using these experiences for my music is babe or babe. I've attached one of the songs below for reference. If anything, your feedback on the song would mean the world. Love and light. East side reader. P.S. I grew up in small town, Texas, evangelical home and have lived in LA for the past five years. Hearing about your journey and survival of the South slash Christians babying the fuck out has brought me many lulls and moments where I'm literally shaking my fist and cursing in my car because I relate so hard. Keep doing what you do because your insight, humor, and perspective is a balm for the soul in these batshit times we live in. Hmm. I think that anything's fair game with lyrics, unless it's so explicit. Like it's unless you're like saying his first name, last name, yeah. address. Yeah, there like, there are some. There's been some. I remember when like the guy, the singer from Dirty Projectors, was singing very, very like detailed information about his breakup and his his ex was was also a musician and it was just that felt a little like it was too detailed and it was like i don't know i think it's like you would know if it's kind of vague but it's like you're not gonna sing about peeing your pants anyway you're not gonna be like you peed in your pants on the bed last night (laughs) yeah i think yeah there's a way to do it hurt and the feelings that you're feeling you can totally sing about Mm -hmm. of course that's like what makes music often yeah and your experience is the most important part and like how you processed it yeah because it's always i think less about what that person did and more about like who you were and it's also so cathartic it's like if you feel like you want to write it just write it and then like take like maybe like a week away from it and see if it feels like you want to keep going with it or not or whether it felt like a like a kind of like outlet 
just or like a way to sort of like process something because I found that I for myself in life I've written things that I didn't end up using but they were really important for me to write at the time mm-hmm. yeah totally and maybe it's like write your most like explicit version of the song just to like puke it all out of yourself and then you can like edit back from there like if you really are wanting to give like pee pants details in song form yeah and then you can just like see how you feel like you I'm said sorry you had a rough two years with your ex i'm sorry but i think it makes you <clears throat> stronger stronger and the most important thing is you got out of the relationship yeah and you're still kicking on the east side on the east side maybe we run into each other i know mm-hmm. you can get spindrift with me Hi, Queen Lara. Long-time reader, second-time writer. I'm currently at a crossroads in my life and could really use some advice. I'm 33, originally from L.A., but have lived most of my life in Seattle. Oh. <laughs> if you randomly move to Seattle, it's going to be really wild. I The last time I was there, I was like, I love this. I love it here. It's so green and so gray. The color palette really, really worked for me. Yeah. But are the lols as big there? TBD. You need to do some like some field work. I need to do some field, field work. Yeah. Road trip? Maybe I'll go. Well, Should we road trip? Maybe. I've always wanted to go to the Olympic Peninsula too. I want to go up in that area before it's wiped out by a fucking earthquake tsunami. That's bleak. I know, but I'm just saying. <clears throat> At the end of my 20s, I, I lived my virginity. in... virginity. Gay virginity in Seattle. Love that. It's a special place for me. It sounds like it. Sorry. At the end of my 20s, I lived in a party house with roommates for four years, which was real fun until the last year when a bunch of drama blew up and we all decided to move out and go our separate ways. Three of my roommates moved to Las Vegas and we fell out of touch. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Jesus I would fall out of touch quickly, too. <laughs> One moved back in with her husband, long story, and I, with hesitation, decided to move back to my parents' house for a bit to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I've always kept close ties to my friends and family in LA and visit often. So I figured it would be the perfect opportunity to pay off my debt, save some money and move down to California. Things have not gone as planned. I had a nice savings built up at first, but some pretty severe car issues drained them. I was stuck at a job I hate for a while and fell into a depression and just started spending money with abandon and gaining a ton of weight. So here I am almost two years later, still at my parents' house with a much smaller savings than I would have hoped, and just now trying to move my life in a positive direction. I've been working out, losing weight, getting more on track with money, and I've begun looking into some options for my next step. I'm determined to move somewhere at the start of 2020. We have some close family friends in the Pasadena area who would be willing to put me up as I got settled and was initially planning on going that route. But I've recently reconnected with my old roommates and was just in Las Vegas for the wedding of two of them. A few of my other friends from Seattle have moved down there and they've reformed our old social group with the more healthy dynamic of not all living together. They're having a great time loving the city and really want me to join them and come live in Vegas. And while I didn't consider it initially after visiting (laughs) and getting a better feel for it and reconnecting with a lot of people I love, now I'm torn. I hate that we trashed Vegas at the top of this. I'm sorry. It's a funny twist, though. 
Either way, I get the sun and the palm trees I'm craving. In Vegas, I'd have my old social circle back and it would be much more affordable. Having only lived in LA and Seattle, very expensive cities, the prospect of being able to easily live comfortably in a very nice apartment by myself is extremely tempting. It's cheap enough that I could use it as a temporary stop too and keep saving for the ultimate goal of a California move in the future while not being stuck in my parents' house in Seattle. Plus, it would be a ton of fun and there's plenty to do. The downside would be it's not where I ultimately want to end up and it's nowhere near the coast and I'm very spiritually connected to the ocean. The pluses of LA would be close to extended family and old family friends, somewhere I have a deep connection to and love for and have been trying to get to for a few years. Ultimately, it's where I want to be. The downsides, though, would be I would initially be living in yet another family's house until I could find a place on my own, and there's no guarantee that I could. It might not work out, and I would not want to be a burden on our family friends and overstay my welcome, so I'd have an awkward few months in a basement and then have to come back up and and end up where I started. And if I do find a place, it might have to be with a roommate, and I'm so not down with a roommate journey at this point in my life. I also have a dog. My credit isn't great. So finding an affordable apartment that allows pets would and would accept my application in areas of LA that do not completely suck or downright dangerous might prove difficult. Sorry for the length, but I could really use some input on my journey. Do I chase my dream and take a chance on something that might work out and I'm not in a place to really do correctly? Or do I take a half step backwards towards happiness, go for the easier option where I think I will still probably be happy at least for a while? I wish I could have the option to get my savings completely in order and do an LA journey correctly, but time is running out and I got to do something. I'm sick of spinning my wheels where I am. Thanks for everything you do. Love the po- love the pod. Attach her some pictures of my pug just because he's handsome and we love a pug moment. <gasps> this pug is a cutie. Oh, angel. I think you should move to Vegas. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you've already made up your mind. Yeah. Like why? You, you spent... And I get it. You've thought a lot about it and you were just literally like, I'd have to live in hell. I wouldn't be able to find an apartment. It'd be awkward to live in the basement. Yeah. Like, looks like Vegas is the answer. I I just have a hard time giving an opinion that isn't through my lens, which is an anti-Vegas lens. Yeah. So I'm it's a, very I'm difficult for me to get that. I'm anti-Vegas as well. But in this special situation, I'm pro-Vegas yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really pro Vegas for you. I'm pro wherever you think you're going to be happiest yeah. because if you're happy, the rest of this shit is going to come together in exactly. its time. But if you're very unhappy, trying to get your shit together is so much harder. Truly. So, I mean, if Vegas makes you happy, who am I to judge? Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, Vegas really soothes a lot of people. That's true. I mean, people I mean, around the world where people live love to go and love to go. It's a place that millions of people just like choose to spend their vacations there. Yeah. People go there and then have the time of their lives. Time of their lives. So just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for you. Yeah. And to be honest, you'll probably have a great time. You have a good support network there. Your dog and you will have space. You won't have to have a roommate. Yeah, you'll have your own place. That is very attractive. That is very, and it's important. And like, when, yeah, like Lara said, like when you're happier, you'll figure out, like if you really need to move to California or wherever, mm-hmm. that might be more. If you know, you'll figure it out with time. It's easier to put your plan. You really in need is a change of setting from where you are right now. Yeah, and Vegas does fit that category. Is giving mm-hmm. you that. It's a change. 
I love it. So do it. Good Tell luck to you and your pug. Yeah. But be careful. Pugs have issues with the heat. I know. I that's that another like thing I'm about Vegas. <laughs> but that that is weird for a pug. Your pug <laughs> might not love it. <laughs> so it's kind of weird for the pug, but it's good for you. I love the TBD pug. how happy your pug is going to be. <laughs> I feel like maybe your pug will be happier in like a Pasadena like basement location. That seems like cool. And shadowy there's ac everywhere but there's ac everywhere in vegas and it's not like you're going to be taking the pug on hikes yeah. so <laughs> pugs don't hike i think you have to put your happiness in front of the pug's happiness yeah. which is difficult to do i know because you do oh. want your pug to be the happiest pug that it can be but say lovey i always think about like where if i couldn't live here where would i live in the states and to be honest i don't know Having toured the States and been to like pretty much every major metropolitan area at least 10 times, I just am not, nothing screaming at me. Nothing's calling my name. Yeah. But then again, 10 years ago, if you'd asked me if I wanted to live in LA, I would have been like, yuck, no. So who knows? I know. I think you would have been like mad. Yeah. I would have been like, excuse me. I'm a New York kid. We'll do more reader mail right, on the bonus episode. The candles. Yeah. So we're going to do a bonus episode candle hall a candle hall bonus episode which has been a long time coming but it's happening now so if you want to listen to the bonus episode you can by going to patreon.com slash babe podcast and for just five dollars a month you can get access to weekly bonus episodes it's a really good deal and what else that's about it. If you want to write into the pod, you can do that by writing babepodcast at gmail.com. I take questions, thoughts, opinions, feelings. And uh, yeah, thank you for being my guest. Of course. Wait, are we not doing another one? No, we're going to go to the bonus app. Oh, my bad. Okay, Hello. see you in the bones. See you in the bonus. You can find Ed at Edrosti on Instagram. That's true. Give him I a follow. There. Some people say he does too much scenery, but I think it's kind of nice. Oh, well. And uh, with that, who's telling you this? You said it on your own Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.